0: Hi everyone, I'm Kristen and it's Rochelle and we just want to welcome you back. Sorry, we just want to welcome you back to the podcast Imperfect with Purpose. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about um, an episode that I know that we've touched on briefly, but we just want to do a deeper dive into it called The Lies the Enemy Tells Us. And so we have several lies that we just felt God place on our heart um, that we have personally struggled with, that we feel he has said that some of our listeners are personally struggling with um as well as some verses just to combat that and the way to just yeah shut down those lies and just replace them with the truths that God so desperately wants you to have and has provided through his word so graciously
1: yeah i think it's a quite important oh uh, gosh i know that when chris and i were both starting out like as we've said before we've we've known who jesus is our whole entire life we've had family members lead us there and uh, but as we stepped away um, for for a little while, and then we've come back, what we've learned in the second time around, the steadfastness that we're going to be able to have is that when we when we plug into the Bible, it's like we're being re-energized every time. It's when you read the Word of God. When the enemy is speaking lies to you, you, you can turn to that love letter and, and find exactly what he wants to tell you and what he's said all along. This word isn't specifically written for Kristen, it's not specifically written for Rochelle, it's written for all of us. He died Jesus died for all of us on that cross and not one of us, um not one of us can't listen to this or see that word and take it to heart and know that it's truth.
0: Mm. That's so good. Um yeah, I just wanna go through some of the lies and see if anyone can relate to any of them and then we're going to go back through and talk about how to counteract when the enemy tries to tell you these lies and just kind of block out God's voice which is this quiet whisper but that tells you your worth is in him Um, and so some of these lies are that doing something will make God love you more or make him love you less that a sin is too bad to come back from that you don't deserve mercy you're faking it whether that is for attention for others or even if you're just in your own room and you feel like you're still not there the way you should be um oftentimes the enemy can use these lies to make us target the wrong enemy rather than him and then another lie is that you're not doing enough um and we have several ways to combat that and then the final two lies that we're gonna talk about unless you know the holy spirit prompts anymore we're not gonna stop him but um that I'm not ready, and it's easier to walk in the sin than fight the temptation. <laughs> Do you want to
1: talk on that a little bit before we dive into the scriptures? Walking in the sin and not, or the sin and temptation one. I, I any of them I just said. Well, I would the sin and temptation one is definitely definitely um a big one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think one of the best sermon series I heard was. <laughs> this This girl, I cannot remember her name because, you know, that's how it goes sometimes. But um, she was just saying that as you look around and you see old friends that you had but you've had to separate yourself from in order to be able to die to self more efficiently mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, the enemy is quick to tell you, like, look how fun they're having. Like, look at the fun that you're missing out on right now or, wow, like, you're sitting on your couch by yourself at 9 o'clock at night on a Friday and you could be out having um a drink or two with somebody or whatever it doesn't it doesn't matter whatever your old life used to be mm-hmm. or you know for the people that didn't have much as a crazy life but would sit at home by themselves and and think that the enemy or think that they didn't have any friends or think that they weren't good enough to mm. to go out and yeah Lord wouldn't allow them but i just think that when the enemy like corrupts your thinking he really just, He steals the joy away from you in a way that that makes it feel so natural. But when you look at everybody else having fun, it makes you want to go and do that. But that's where we slip up. Yeah, well, I think it's, yeah, it's funny that you say
0: that. The other day, um, I had to just go back to past writings. We've said it before, guys. <laughs> Journal, date it. Yeah. Look back and just be so thankful for everything that God has brought you out of and everything that... You're praying that he's going to honor whether that's your prayer or something better than it
1: um what day did you go back and read all your
0: stuff um I went back I think it was two days ago now um okay cool but yeah I went back oh cool good stuff yeah um this week too yeah but no it was a it was having to look against the rose-colored goggles glasses that the enemy had placed on certain things (laughs) um saying like oh don't you miss this wasn't this fun and Mm -hmm. recognizing that like you know it was actually so miserable I was trying to find my worth in so many other things and throughout all of it like that is when I was truly just trying to fake it in order to impress others and make them like me and so being able to look back at my praise and thanksgiving that I was giving the Lord in those moments for just oh my gosh how loved I felt yeah Yeah. I was
1: like why would I want to go back to that exactly (laughs) yeah um we i was having the conversation uh with somebody yesterday and then and then uh pastor nate brought it up yesterday as well and we were just talking about uh like once you've been saved ah it was women's group on monday that's when it was when you've been saved why would you ever want to go back to Mm -hmm. your old life and the two girls that were with me were brought up in a christian household very steadfast with god like very steadfast um their life looks a little different than mine and um I remember like originally meeting them and thinking to myself how could I ever possibly lead a small group with these women in it because I am I'm shameful. I am yeah. not worthy enough to be able to lead some somebody so uh godly. Oh, classy is what I was saying, oh, yeah, yeah. but godly is the right word for it, honestly. But yes. And we as we were talking on Monday they they said you know like, how could you like run away from that? you know I'm not thinking mm. about like my life or anything which i totally respect yeah. but i looked at them both and i humbly just said i did i walked away from yeah. from that love from that grace mm. because it's easy for the enemy to whisper a uh, little lies to you okay so the perfect analogy i can tell you is when you're on a diet mm-hmm. and you're doing better, and you're eating all the healthy stuff, but you're like, okay, I'm going to have a cheat day. I'm going to have one treat-yourself meal, mm-hmm. and you're going to eat a cookie. That cookie is delicious. It's delightful. Then you're eating a whole cake out of and a pan. And then you're eating a whole cake out of a pan, much like the Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe, where he yeah. eats the... The, the, I don't remember what it's called. The Turkish either. Delight. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. I don't <laughs> Thank know you. How I remember. Thank you, Lord. Yes, honestly. But he was eating the Turkish Delight, and mm-hmm. he couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. But his brothers and sisters were like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. You're changing. And it eventually lured him into the
0: palace, and at that point it was too late. And yeah. that literally another analogy that one of my friends told me back in middle school. that still sticks with me. It's about a wolf and there being a... Like ice block, and in the middle of the ice block, there's a piece of steak on a knife, and (laughs) how it's so desperate to get to that piece of steak that it thinks it's so like that it so desperately needs that it's like trying to get through the ice, and even within that, it's painful, and it starts tasting blood, and so it's like, oh, I'm getting to the meat, but it doesn't realize that it's just cutting its tongue on the knife. Yes,
1: I love that. And
0: so, like, that is something that just stuck with me, and oh my gosh yeah
1: what we think we want is so oh, detrimental 100 percent. uh the, the 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 things that we've held ourselves back from the blessings that the lord has had from us mm-hmm. what's even more sad to think about and i think about this often to humble myself sometimes when i can feel the enemy trying trying to knock on the door of doubt but i think about all the blessings in the life-altering decisions that I've made like I think about the places the the people and the things that the Lord had lined up for me at the time Mm -hmm. that I passed by that I can't get back he's going to provide new things now with this new this new um steadfast love that I will not walk away from it's I will not but because it's different now I've learned I realize I feel it differently as we've talked in past head knowledge heart knowledge Mm -hmm. type stuff but um i It is disappointing at times when you when I think about what I did miss out on, and it is important to say that we don't do this for blessings. we do it because Jesus died on the cross, and we don't deserve anything. He deserves the glory and the honor, yeah, but because he loves us he he gives us beautiful gifts and and that's just a bonus to living the life with god but Yeah. No, I think about the story of Hosea, as you say that,
0: obviously, with Gomer running away from Hosea's love, who was just supposed to be this image of God's love for Israel, just continuously coming back for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she doesn't see Hosea providing for her. So she goes back to her other past lovers thinking that they are going to provide. And she ultimately ends up back on the slave block. And Hosea is so gracious enough to come and buy her back again like take back his wife Mm -hmm. and have to buy her off of that slave block where you know she was already I'm sure standing in so much shame and guilt but it was all that she ever knew it was something that was comfortable to her and so she was so scared of that love of getting close and letting someone in with that hurt and not knowing where her worth came from before him so like how was she supposed to know who she was with him right (laughs) oh man that's beautiful yeah. something also that you said, though, about not deserving the mercy, because that is one of the lies that um, I put. I put, mm-hmm. you don't deserve mercy, kind of, um, because we we don't deserve mercy. None of us do. We all do deserve to die that gruesome death yep. on the cross, and it is something that God so graciously took up for us because of the love, because of who he is, which yeah. we'll get into some of the other lies, but um, Psalm one hundred three ten 10 says he does not deal with us according to our sins nor repay us according to our iniquities um, i'm just going to keep reading here but for as high as the heavens are above the earth so great is his steadfast love towards those who fear him as far as the east is from the west as far does he remove our transgressions from us mm-hmm. and it's just so powerful because he isn't he doesn't see our sin anymore like jesus took all of that. And so that's not something that we need to look at ourselves and see. We need to look at ourselves in the mirror and see that image of God staring back at us that's mm. constantly being refined because yeah. we desire to be so much like
1: him and reflect that love as well. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just saying, you all the beautiful worship songs. <laughs> so many. Yes. And, you know, when when, when they're singing out to, to, to the Lord, when we were worshiping him, we're just saying, like, we want to be tried by fire, you know. Like, there's some <laughs> dangerous words. <laughs> they are dangerous words, but the the meaning behind them is just saying, like, your steadfast love. I was reading in my Bible that you are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. And that's Psalms thirty two seven, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you surround me with songs of deliverance. We are talking this this weekend about worship in church. And what it means to worship God, and we are talking about all the different ways that it can be, but the fact that He is our hiding place and He protects us from trouble with sound, with, um, and surrounds us with the songs of deliverance, I just I think about all the times that we we try to run and we try mm-hmm. to do things in our own strength. The enemy tells us that that we are that we don 't need, that we can handle all this stuff, and and we can't, yeah, we can't. And a lot
0: of that just stems from pride, thinking that we can yeah. do it in ourself. And that is something that, you know, there are moments when God will let us be buried underneath it, realizing that we need to come back to him and repent and humble ourselves saying that we cannot do this without him because we were created to depend on him every single day. Yeah. What else you have? Um, I kind of just have something adding on to... We're just going to combat a couple lies here. Um, The Psalm 103 10 that I just read also kind of combats that the sin is too bad to come back from with he removed it as far from the east to the west. Um, However, there's another verse that I wanted to read for that, um, which is Ephesians 2, 4 through 5. And that is, but God being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved and Raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus and that's just so powerful because it's not once we're saved God loves us it's not once we're doing this correctly for him he loves us yeah. It's God loves us I know I've said this before it's not because of who we are it's because of who he is yeah and that also goes to the this will make God love you more slash less lie that's just not possible he loves because of who he is and he loves us before sin, he loves us through the sin, he is heartbroken for us, and not because he wants the best for us, but it's not going to change the love that he has, because that love, he already sent his son to die on the cross for us, like, that is done, yeah, and so that love will constantly remain through that, yeah, I'm sorry,
1: I'm just I'm just thinking about all the the love that he gives daily. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't help but think about like what it what it looks like when you refer back. I'm thinking about reading the journal back again because it's funny that that you read through yours because for whatever reason I was just praying to God one qui- in my quiet time sometime this this week and I said, "Lord, I don't really know what to read. Like I've been going through Proverbs by myself and you know, sometimes when you're reading the Bible, you like I'm craving something different, but I don't know what it is mm-hmm. and so the Lord was just like, Well, look back at your notes let's see what see what you wrote and I was just reading my prayers and and to see how I was saying all these lies about myself. I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I'm not holy enough for this. Mm-hmm. I can't be redeemed. um all the lies that the enemy loves to play all the time and in his word, I mean go in Psalms, Yeah, (laughs) even Proverbs. Proverbs talks about wisdom, so much wisdom. And it says, if you seek it, you will find it. You know, if you ask the Lord, he is, he is sure to give you wisdom and discernment. And, and with that, you know, he, he's showing us that you were created in his image. Like you are, you are no longer who the enemy tries to declare that you are. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was, I, was looking up this where it says in John ten ten, The thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy, I have come that they may have life and life to the full. Mm-hmm. You can't have life to the full if you're allowing the enemy to keep replaying lies in your mind. If you continually refer back to what you were in your past, your head is gonna be so far turned you cannot see what's in front of you. It's and what's so in good. front of you is Jesus. Jesus is saying, Here I am, the holes in my hands, the, You said it. You were praying one day on stage, and it stuck with me since. And, guys, uh, Kristen has some gifts. You would just have to come to Phoenix and see it one day when the Lord is, like, hitting her straight in the face. And she's just, like, on her knees praying. I am on the floor. Yeah. Um, But she was saying, you know, he has holes in his hands, and he's still saying, take my hand. I will lead you and guide you. I mean... How strong, if you just think about that. If you, if you have a father and your father's beat and bruised and bloody, holes in his hands, and he's still saying, I will hold you and protect you and comfort you. And yet we're saying, No, that's not good enough. If your head is so far turned around that you can't possibly see the love that is right there for you, you're not, you're gonna allow him to still kill and destroy everything that that the Lord has for you. And that's heartbreaking. I'm telling you from experience, it's Mm -hmm. heartbreaking. Yeah, that just reminds me of,
0: um, I have a verse written on my mirror, um, Lamentations 3, Mm -hmm. 21 through 24, and it just talks about how God's mercies are new every morning. And it's one of the reasons why I love sunrises so much. Whenever I feel like I'm lacking in intimacy with God, I will wake up and just go see the sunrise because that is something where, I'm just, I'm a very visual person, and so it allows me to be able to just fully experience his glory in that way. Yeah. Um, and something I actually said in yes. church um, the other night Thursdays. was. I was just about to say it. Yeah, last <laughs> night. Um, wow, that was, yeah. Um, was because the sun, S O N, rose, the sun, S U N, was that the right spot? Yeah, um, <laughs> rises with mercy daily. And it's just such a cool reminder of. God's grace and God's glory there and how mm-hmm. it's not that one sin that is constantly forgiven. It is a new mercy every, every day. single day yeah. because every single day is going to have its own trials and tribulations, but it's nothing that God
1: can't handle and doesn't want to walk alongside you and partner with you. And, and that's direct scripture where it says that his mercies are new every day and that, you know, why worry about tomorrow when, when, um, today has enough worries of its own. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so true. And that yeah. that's, it's peter getting out of the boat you know and uh you know he just saying keep your eyes on me don't worry about the waves around you I, I you know just keep your eyes on me and what does he do he he doesn't he takes his eyes off jesus because he gets so scared of the waves coming and how easy is that to do as soon as the waves start to come and then they're 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 building up around us these these fears these thoughts these lies that the enemy tells us and we and we feel so overwhelmed that we can't possibly see what's in front of us but yet there he is and yeah also something
0: the enemy will do is let you like Rochelle prayed in a prayer before we started this um that people would know they aren't alone who often feel alone mm. he'll Let you think that you're crazy and you're the only one thinking this. And by keeping that lie in and just allowing it to simmer, it blocks the fire of the Holy Spirit from truly setting a flame in you. And it can just cause so much more damage. And so even if you have one person that you trust that you're willing to Say it too, and just get that wise, godly counsel from mm. Rochelle. One hundred percent is that for me. Yeah, she has same. heard the worst of me, um, and she's there for me in all of it, and it's amazing. And I can go to her knowing that there won't be judgment, but there will be wise correction. And I'm
1: just so thankful for that. Of course, well, yeah, and the same. I need it too. It's it is imperative, guys, because when you sit alone, <laughs> yeah, okay. So one of the. <laughs> We we talk about paintings a lot and I know that you've heard them in our in our podcast, but um uh for whatever reason I was just thinking about a painting that I could do uh for the church and the enemy's telling me that I'm not good enough to paint this, which she is I who knows. But what I'm saying is is all I've envisioned is the shepherd walking the sheep and one little sheep by itself over to the side. And how vulnerable is that little sheep, you know? It's it is so vulnerable. The shepherd is rounding up all of them, and and it just takes you that that step of way for the enemy to snag his teeth into you. You know he is lurking around every corner and every opportunity to take that stab at you. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is is he knows your most deepest darkest and in the weakest spots to go. So had Kristen not come to me and say hey, blah blah blah, you know is the enemy is really attacking me on this, or I go to her and say the same thing. She wouldn't. I say I'm not able in my own sound mind for whatever reason, to get my nose in the Bible and find the answer that that the Lord has graciously placed there. I can go to a sound mind, a good sounding board, and say, Hey, like I'm struggling with this, and she can say, Let's take it to the Word and see what it says. And it's you know, two are better than one. If one falls, yeah. the other one picks them up, mm-hmm. and. I just—that's beautiful. You need that. It is a super imperative to have that. Get in family groups. Small groups are perfect. A great, a great small group of people that you can bounce things off of. Text them. It's important to have, yeah, um, people who are your reliability
0: buddies. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of which, I do just have such a small little like testament, but like it was just so cool where, what she just described to me a couple days ago, y'all, mm-hmm. um, where I was. Like, I couldn't have even told you what I was fighting with God on in that moment, but there was just, there was something. And um, for some reason, like, I could hear him speaking to me, just saying, like, hey, just get in my word, get in my word. But the last thing I wanted to do was pick up a Bible Mm -hmm. in that moment. And I texted Rochelle that, and I was like, hey, I really need prayer right now. I have no idea why I'm getting this feeling, but I don't like it. I want it to change. And she said that God had already been putting it on her heart to be okay. praying for me that whole day. And not only that, but he also placed someone in Phoenix earlier to talk to me that day, as well as another person from Phoenix had called me. And I, like, texted her back after I got off work that day. I was like, hey, I saw you called. What's up? And it was she had just called because the Lord had placed her on my heart. Now it was the sweetest thing. Um, and, you know, I think about the sheep and that one being vulnerable yeah. and how... God in that, like, does leave the 99 to find that one, and so that was God doing that for me in that moment, where (laughs) I did have that vulnerability, because I just was being so stubborn and prideful and not willing to get into the Word in that moment, and he was sending me all of these sweet little, like, reminders that he's there, and then I uh, went to my boyfriend's place later that night, and kind of just shared the same struggle with him, and he listened and then so graciously was like okay pick up the bible for opening it and he led me to a scripture and it was exactly what i needed to hear but more so i just i needed to open the bible yeah. and him
1: doing that just helped so much yeah that's that's what people are there for yeah. it is to be like a helping hand we have god and we have we have his guidance and his love but he is so gracious to put that in all of us like the day that the day that you accept the lord into your your heart you have that spirit to spirit connection and he takes residence of 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 you and that means that when he is in you the the spirit that lives in you also lives in in your friends that also mm. have accepted him so the connection that you can have the discernment to know what someone's going through is not what you're going to get when you are trying it in your own strength. Damn. And one thing that's important to say that it sounds discouraging, but it's not because any any, ah, any day that... Wow, I tried to say this last time and it didn't work. But any, <laughs> any day that's hard, good, bad, I'll have to come up with it. It's in my Bible. But what I'm trying to say is the enemy wants to attack christians hard because we are trying to stop what he's doing right yeah. our goal is to make disciples our goal is to to reach the unreached um because we want everybody to know that love that we get to feel it is not we're not we're not trying to hide it we're not trying to to corner it and say this is mine no one else can have it it is free for everyone to have but with that comes mountains and comes valleys and um you know it looks so much easier when you try to do it without the spirit and mm-hmm. and in some ways, he's gonna leave you alone because he knows it that you're in a dark spot, but because it looks like you're alone, you're actually not. He's got you right where he wants you entangled in that web. And the further you go away from the light, the further you go into darkness. And when you're in darkness, you can't see. And so that's where it gets scary. Mm. And that's where it gets dangerous, right? Because then you are that sheep that is so far gone away from from the rest, away from the shepherd, that you can't hear when the shepherd calls. That's so good. It's not a good spot to be in.
0: Yeah. I think about the analogy of being in, like, a jail cell Mm -hmm. that you literally, like, the key is in reach. The door is shut, but it's not locked. You just have to get up and open it and check. But you just got so comfortable sitting there that you just stay there until you realize it's locked and you can't get out anymore. And that is just such a scary thought of getting so comfortable in that Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that you lose sight of, you know, why we are actually here. And speaking of just, like, the spirit within you, um, I feel like that goes into the enemy trying to target the wrong person. I feel like so often in this world, there's so much hatred and so much pain and so much doubt and fear, and the enemy can just use that to make us hate a specific person. And... (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Shot just choking on some water over here. Um, just like, like a specific person um, rather than that fleshly deed that they are doing or the lack of fruit that they are currently producing in that moment of peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and joy. I'm like, there was, um, but, <laughs> One more. Um, but no, it's so powerful when you realize that, your spirit should be basically in communion with someone else's spirit when you are handling a conflict. You should both be coming from God and what you are saying. And if you are attacking someone, I put in quotes, it should not be who they are as a person, but it should be the deed that their flesh is currently committing (laughs) because they need to be dying to self.
1: Wow, that is good. That's good stuff. That's so true, though. That's that's gold that she's saying. It's important because you don't want to damage someone's walk. Your emotions play hard, and emotions are dangerous. Well, uh, You can think about any time in your life when you've had an emotional experience and how bad. Like, you may have overreacted about something, or, you know, uh, in the moment it's like, wow, this is a big deal. And then you get to sit back and think about it for a minute, and you realize how much of a small, small moment that was in the grand scheme of life. And... It's imperative that you keep the spirit in you. That way that you can handle all the good fruits that Kristen just said. Because we, since we are made in his image, we do not want to give the enemy anything to hold on to, to grasp. He doesn't need any ammo. He's dangerous enough by himself. And so... When we, in our own flesh, try to handle situations or try to give wise words without first taking it to the Lord to see what he says about those words, we're walking on some very, very, very dangerous water. um, Because... We don't know what is happening inside people's minds. We don't understand what their hearts are feeling in that moment. So we have to meet everything with the fruits of the Spirit, all the good fruits of the Spirit. And with that, um, I'm thinking about a, a select few people that I know um, that I miss seeing um, and stuff. And so I'm just, I think about the times that conversations have been had, even when I've had conversations with people where I've snapped I've 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 tried to correct, in my own ways, and I forget that that I can't handle a situation without the Lord, and any fight that I have, I want to be able to to meet that with love and and respect and grace, mm-hmm. and how crappy you feel when you don't, you know, yeah, that text that you have to send afterwards. It says, I am sorry, I feel terrible. Who's <laughs> not walking in step with the spirit? Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's
0: literally Romans 8, 6 right there. It's when you set your mind on the worldly views and opinions, just like within the flesh, because it says set the mind on the Spirit is like, that was just not a full sentence, but (laughs) is life and peace. If you are walking in the Spirit, God has life and peace to provide for you. And no matter what you're going through, no matter... The annoying person that you are currently talking to, like, he has... Hey. hey, He has that piece for you. And um, he just wants to provide it as well as reflect it onto others. Because in a world that is so, honestly, just scared of everything right now between, and not to get in, but, like, literally everything. Yeah.
1: Um, It's safe. Someone, yeah.
0: yeah. Like, just politics and COVID and everything someone who reflects peace so well from the father is going to stand out, which we are called to do. Yeah. And then that,
1: that's such a testimony that we get to share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, gosh. Yeah. I think about us evangelizing. <laughs> it's scary to a lot of people, even a lot of people in church. are Like, I don't know. I don't really like doing that. Or, you know, it's scary out there people are dangerous or this that, and the other and I'm like man when I walk in the grocery store when I'm at McDonald's anyway it doesn't matter where it's at mm-hmm. now it's like you just feel you feel pulled you do. feel so pulled and I love that feeling it's almost like intoxicating into the way of thinking that you can you can do the 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 good deed of God cast those seeds out and allow the spirit to water them I love the way that that feels because I feel like I'm making my father proud. and But even to that, any chance that you have to, to provide light to somebody that is in, currently in darkness is imperative. Because I had somebody do that for me. I was in darkness and someone showed me some light because they had the spirit in them. Had I not ran across those people, I don't know what my life would look like today and how disappointing is that? I would have never met you. I would have never met anybody else. And I I don't want that. I am thankful for the journey that the Lord brings you to. It doesn't matter what we've lost. Like, you know, I was saying earlier how disappointing it is to realize the blessings that I missed out on because of my disobedience. But Isaiah says that he makes beauty from ashes. And because he is so faithful to do that, what he has in return is is still beautiful. It is worth dying to self every day, picking up your cross, casting those seeds out. I will go talk to a million people on the street every day if that's what he calls me to do because it brings me such joy and honor to show him the respect and love that he deserves. yeah, something that uh that our pastor, pastor Nate, yeah, something that our pastor Nate said
0: uh last night that just really stuck with me it was. Jesus died a very public, gruesome death for me. Yep. Why would I not want to be publicly in love with him and just shout that from the rooftops? Yeah,
1: yeah you know, when he was talking about that, I was thinking about the the, the boy that he, he saw mm-hmm. with the shirt and the necklace on. And um, Guys, for background, what he was saying is he saw a gentleman um, who had um, a Just God shirt on, much like a Nike um, Just Do It shirt, but it said Just God, and he was wearing a cross around his neck. Seemingly looks like a Christian, but as Nate, um, as creative as he is, walked up to him to ask what his shirt meant, the guy seemingly panicked, um, mm-hmm. and felt very uncomfortable about the question. And then when yeah. Nate threw in the necklace on top of it, he he cowered down even more.
0: He went so far as to say, like, oh, you know, like everyone has different views. I'm not trying to force it down your throat, which you know, that is such a common problem. I was thinking about myself. Yeah. I was like, Like, there is such a fear of that judgment of like, Oh my gosh, what are people going to think of Mm me? If I say this, if I like say this so publicly, if I don't waver on this, are they going to hate me for this opinion? Mm -hmm. Um, and (laughs) you know, where there is such a gray area as people call it, like, If it's in the Bible, it's truth. I I don't know what to say. Um, And so it's hard when so much of the world has different interpretations. And trying to handle that with that wisdom and discernment, Mm. um, you have something, yes.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, one of the lies that the enemy says a lot of times is that the Bible is outdated. Mm. That this isn't updated in today's present time. So good. This doesn't apply anymore. Yeah. Y'all. What? Mm. That, what? <laughs> no, it is a living, breathing word. Whether. Old Testament, <laughs> New Testament. It's still. Yeah. Old. I mean, come on now. You got to <laughs> use some common sense. But
0: <laughs> I don't
1: yeah. think uh, we're going to be like Abraham, 900 years old stuff. But, <laughs> no, but... it says in there, you e die at 120 now great thank you thank (laughs) you um but oh my gosh
0: but no there are like whether it's you know Abraham being called to that test of sacrificing Isaac like it may not be to that extremity but we are called to give things up and to show God our love through that sacrifice and through that obedience and you know sometimes he wants to see how much we love him through that. And not only is it such a rewarding experience for like you when you do that, others around you see it and it inspires them to do it. And you may not even know that until months later, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. I was just reading in uh, Habakkuk uh, 2.18. It says, of what value is an idol carved by a craftsman or an image that teaches lies for the one who makes its... um. Trust in his own creation. He makes idols that cannot speak. And going into 19, it says, Woe to him who says to wood, come to life. Or to lifeless stone, wake up. Can it give guidance? Is it covered with gold and silver? There is no breath in it. Hmm. And the <laughs> God breathed life into Adam, right? He, and he, he is the breath of life. Like, we can't create an idol in anything and expect it to, to, to speak to us, to minister to us. And the enemy is, is that he tries to speak into our lives. He tries to tell us day in and day out that we're not worthy. We're not good enough. Or on the flip side that we're amazing or no one is as good as us. Like you can be a prideful Christian. You can be, um, a humble, uh, non-Christian, I don't know the word for it because I'm not like crafty like that right now, but <laughs> what what I'm saying is, is I know some very, very, very good people who are not Christians, mm-hmm. and I know some Christians who are not bad people, but they're not right. living up to the word <laughs> and what I'm saying is, is the enemy likes to twist that into saying that one is better than the other, and you, and you, you look at it on a piece of paper and you try to say, Christians are going to No, never mind. He cut that one off. Um, Okay. So what I'm trying to get across is that we, we can't judge who is right and who is wrong. We are called to love no matter what. And so we can't have an idol in anything that doesn't breathe life into us. The only person that deserves to be idolized is God. And that is because he gave his son to die for us in order that we can live an eternal life. Like when you look at, when you look at Old Testament, you think about the life that they lived prior to Jesus coming down. Read it. It's some of the, the lives are gruesome. They're It's hard, it's hard, hard lives. And they still, still had perseverance to go through it because of their steadfast love for the Lord. And you can read through, even though their lives were hard, the blessings that were made. Even in Abraham, the, the lineage that he mm-hmm. has is, magnificent. But you read, what did he do? He has another son, you know, like these things that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, to me, it's just amazing to see when you have an idol and you, and you put it on something that doesn't, that does nothing for you. It's, and I, I did that with a million things. friends, family, a lot of different things. Yeah. My image in pool. I played billiards. I thought it was so cool because I was like, yeah, look at me. I can hit a pool ball around the table. That's nothing. That's
0: nothing. I will say, though, it's really cool because God used pool as an analogy to speak to Rochelle one night um, in a way that he knew would just touch her in that loving way um, and say, like, hey, my child, like, I hear you and I see you. But here's what pool can really mean.
1: Yeah. If you're wanting me to bring that back up. Oh, I'm not. Okay, good. (laughs) Because I was like, that's a long story. No, no, not at all. I just... That was a good one, though.
0: Yeah. He sees what is important, and he loves you enough where if it lines up with what he has for you, like he wants to honor that love and honor that passion and show you how he can be a part of it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to... I'm thinking about when, when we're walking down the street, and you ask people like, "Do you, do you have anything that you'd like me to pray for you on?" Mm-hmm. Like, and they look at you like, "No, I don't. Why would I want you to pray for me?" And I'm like, "Why? Why wouldn't you want me to pray for you? Even if they have a seed of doubt in their mind, or or you know, they're like hardcore. This is not something I believe in. I think about." all the things that they're missing out on in the process of allowing somebody to love on them that clearly that has not been shown to them before. And I always make it a point like when someone shuts me down so fast as I'm walking away, I ask that the Lord soften their heart and that they don't allow the enemy to, to, to continue to stone their heart to the point of where they are not receptive at all so good because it's so sad to think mm-hmm. that when someone's heart can be so so hardened towards the love that that we as humans can give because of he who lives in us
0: yeah
1: that's so good
0: gosh now something else that just i know we both do as we're walking away. we're like we're gonna pray for you anyway uh, and so we'll ask yeah. god like hey <laughs> lay something on our hearts that you know they need prayer for. They're, your son or daughter and you desire them to
1: come home to you, how can we help
0: pray for that? And I
1: think a lot of times it's it's health, but it's not like in the physical way of health. I think mm. it's more mental health that that I know that he seems to to like to put on our hearts a lot. Because I think about the psychology class that I had, he like described our brain as a b like a bubble and the the mental disorders come in and they, and they like to hit the bubble all the time. And when you have stress and you have anxiety and you have worry and you have all these things that life brings onto you and it hit, 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 it can eventually sometimes crack the bubble. And as soon as the bubble's cracked, the mental illnesses can come in and then they alter your mind. So if you look at that in the ways of the bubble being your spiritual your spiritual mind, your heart, whatever it may be. And the enemy is continually hitting at it, trying to break through that wall in order to get at you and attack you. If you allow him, if you're that little sheep that walks off, if you are that, that soft bubble because you're not built up in his word, in his scripture, and you're not asking for him daily to, to protect you with Ephesians 6 armor, you, you're allowing the enemy to, you're giving him the tool, the appropriate tool, to break through that bubble and rid your brain and just can warp it into a way that transforms your mind into a negative thinking, into a dark place. And um, Philippians, oh, darn. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I was, I didn't know We're this We're unaponi- un- unapologetically, wow, clearly, unapologetically uncut, so. Yeah, I know. Bear with us. I but I wasn't it. planning on saying this one, but. It just makes sense. Then definitely say it. Um, clearly, I like it. Okay, so Philippians 4, 6, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your um, request to God, and the peace of God, with which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And what that, it's literally saying it'll guard your heart and your mind. And that's powerful. And it's powerful because we cannot give the enemy the tools in order to, to, to attack us. It is our duty as followers of Christ to continually dive into his word, see what he says about it, so that when the enemy speaks lies to us, we can cast them out with, with scripture. Y'all, when Kristen was planning tonight, she was able, this is how awesome God is, she was able to think about the lies that she has currently and in the past, combat all of them with scripture and i think that's that's amazing that's fruit that's fruit that she gets to produce because of her obedience and sitting with christ yeah i think that's awesome i mean
0: speaking of the fruit i do want to get into our last um two points and the biggest one for us that we've said before that we bonded on is you're faking it whether that's Mm -hmm. just in your own room on your knees you're still just like am I just doing this out of habit? Am I doing this because I know other people are doing it? Um, or for attention. If you are in the church and you may be in this great moment of worship and then you're like, oh, wait, oh, my gosh, your camera's on. Wait, oh, now am gosh, I just doing yeah. it because the camera's on? Like, yep. No. But the enemy is able to just, like, place these doubts in you. And so just basically ways to know that God truly is, you know, your main love and who's leading you, um, is just, are you bearing these fruits? Kind of like you were talking about, um, are other people seeing these fruits being bared from you and your heart posture? It's about, I know we've talked about this so many times, but it is about where your heart is at and whether you are still asking for him, even if you are not feeling him in that moment. I also just put ask him the amount of times I've sat there and I'm just like, yeah, Hey God, um help me again um <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on but like what, what's happening yeah please please let me know please let me know how I can fix it I want to be obedient I, I want to feel this love and I yeah, definitely want to love you and I don't know why I'm not loving you with all my heart all my soul like and it's frustrating in that moment because Gosh,
1: yeah. I, it's I it's think it's frustrating moment. because <laughs> it's like you've we can be on such highs with them, mm-hmm. you know, where it's... Uh, I think about when you were at Revival and, mm. you know, um, that flying moment that you had and yeah. how beautiful that was. But then you can, like, come back from that and it's like the lowest of lows happen yeah. right after that. And it almost
0: feels like you're in a fog or a daze yeah. that you can't get out of.
1: Yeah, and that's just like your painting. But um, it's just interesting to see how... The enemy is able to, in that moment, say, that's cute that you're so happy and that you feel like you're so close to him, but let me show why you're not. But yeah. <laughs> he's lying, of course. Yeah.
0: And then two verses that <clears throat> God placed on my heart, and these are kind of on the opposite end of it, but it's First John 2, 9. Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. It's so easy to think that we are in the light, but still have so much hatred and not be producing those fruits, kind of like we said because just that love is so powerful and reflecting God's love is just showing like that you are abiding in him and that you're able to feel his love and want to reflect that because you know how powerful it is um and so just like walking in that darkness can still be so dangerous even if yeah. you are going to church at that point um huh. and then james one twenty two said wow. um but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves i love if that. you like this is one of my new mottos um if you are just hearing if you're just going to church and you're like oh that's cool god god's cool he did that thing um ask yourself how you can apply it ask god how he wants you to apply it. Sit at his feet every morning and say, hey, I die to myself today. I surrender mm. this day to you every day of my life. What can I do The specific day for you that's going to allow me to do your word? Yeah. Yes, and he is
1: yeah. faithful to equip you in that. Yeah.
0: And with that, I that, the final line, I'm not ready. I think of Jeremiah 1, 1 through 10 where, you know, he's saying, like, God, I, I'm not ready. I, I, don't, I can't go talk to these people like I'm too young and God is saying like I have prepared you I have placed my words Mm -hmm. on your mouth like go speak and that is just also so powerful because the enemy can place that fear in us that it's not gonna be good enough
1: and it just stops us from even trying wow yeah and I've heard that a lot from from a lot of people just walking the street saying Mm -hmm. I'm not I don't know what to say to these people yeah like neither do I just open your mouth (laughs) and let God speak and have grace. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I think I seriously, I think about the, that lady that was sitting on the bench, the pregnant lady. Mm -hmm. And that one, -hmm. that one is, we've mentioned her before. Yeah. I think I mentioned her to everybody I talk to now, like if they want to know about my evangelism experience and I talk about her just because of how beautiful it was. And there's a a few reasons why we're standing on the side of the road on a main highway. Mm -hmm. You're praying the dog licked my leg, so I opened my eye. But, you know, I'm looking around, making sure we're safe because we are on a main road. Her face is just the biggest Beaming. smile. And I just I think about that. And your face was smiling. You're praying for her. And it was just such a beautiful moment. The dog's wagging his tail. <laughs> Everything's going on. And I'm just sitting here like, this is the day the Lord has made, you know? I will and this is the day. Exactly. And, and that was. You know, one of the things that they said is when the Lord puts us in different seasons for different reasons, right? So in that time, Chris and I both were single and, and I put, it was on both of our hearts where it says, you know, I don't want to sit at home and, and be like that lone sheep where the enemy is going to attack us in all of our weak spots that we have. Right. So what can we do to get away from ourselves in that moment? Yeah. And, um, we both felt called to just walk the streets of Athens and pray. pray. And I think we walked. like Miles. <laughs> we, it hurt. We were hurting by the next day. I can tell you that.
0: <laughs> we were, yeah, we were sore. Um, we also went and got water, which I know Rochelle's also told you the water story where she had to check her heart. But, um, yeah, yeah you can go back and listen to our past episodes <laughs> if you're trying to find that one. But, um, so I I, yeah, I just want to make one more point and then finish in yeah. prayer. But with that also of us, and this is just going to be a little bit of a sneak peek for coming episodes um but when we were about single it wasn't just sitting there waiting for prince charming to come obviously we were <laughs> praying and it wasn't even just like a hey god future husband thank you yeah but it was a lord first of all i pray that you would be refining the man that i'm gonna marry that you are yeah with him that you are showing him that you are there currently right now and continuing to grow him daily and ways that he's going to need to support me, my future family, like this future ministry that calling that you have for him. Um, but you can't just do that and say, Lord shape me to be the person that he is going to need. Shape me to be the support and the encouragement and have that respect and just lift him up in the way that, you know, I'm going to need to also with what you have called him for. And if you are not working on yourself, then you're not going to be receiving that person nope. that you're doing you are disservice. wanting. Yeah. Something that um, I'm pretty sure it's Andy Stanley. I might be misspeaking on that one, but um, he talks about becoming the person that the person you're looking for is looking for. Yeah. And well, it's 1,000%. so powerful because I want someone who's going to be out there evangelizing on the street. Someone who yeah. wants to go up and, shout for joy with everything that the Lord has done for them and just share that with others because it's so powerful and it just shows how much fear of the Lord in such a good way that they have and just the thankfulness that they have knowing that God had brought them out of that place and that he can do
1: it for others. Yeah. 1000% you're doing yourself and the person the Lord has for you such a disservice if you do not take the time to work on yourself. It's not fair to anybody in the situation. Mm-hmm. And your relationship with, with Christ is number one most important. So, you know, when when you think about pouring into God and, and Him pouring into you, whoever He has for you out there is going to be on that same, the same wavelength as you. It's They're not going to be higher and they're not going to be lower. They're going to be running just as fast towards Christ as you are that when you look over and you see them, you're like, oh my gosh, wow, they're still here. (laughs) I didn't even, I didn't even realize that you were there the whole entire time. And so be steadfast in the Lord. Always keep your eyes on him. Don't be like Peter. Don't look down. Don't look at the wave around you. Keep your eyes on him. He is going to protect you and guard you. And I say this to myself too, because man, I'd be staring at the waves like, wow, that's getting really big. And then I falter, and then I feel really bad. And so yep. it is a daily, daily goal to stay away from the waves, keep my eyes on Him, and to walk with faith and know that we are protected, loved, and the lies that the enemy tells us are meaningless. Read Ecclesiastes. <laughs> okay. You want to pray? Yeah, I'll pray. Us out. Right. Lord, I just thank you for
0: everything that you were able to provide us while preparing for this as well as just what you allowed us to speak that we definitely were not prepared for. So I pray that you would just continue to allow it to resonate in our hearts, Lord, as well as the hearts of the listeners Mm -hmm. and that they wouldn't take what they heard and just let it be, but that they would meditate on it, Lord, that they would desire that deeper abiding in you that produces those truths, God, and produces that fruit that can just eliminate any lie, any trial that the enemy tries to throw, Lord, knowing that even in the midst of a tribulation, you've already won the final battle, and that you are partnering with us, Lord, and that is just so powerful, and there's such confidence in that, so I just thank you for that, Lord. Um, Yeah, I do just pray that the waves around us would be silenced, Lord, um, and that we would just have our eyes, our gaze just so steadfast on you that we would just be Planted where you have us Lord so deeply that no matter what happens in the world around us it is not going to even come close to shaking us because of how confident we are in who you are and in what you have done and what you will continue to do so I just thank you for that and I just pray that you'll continue to just show us your love and show us your glory in these amazing ways Lord and that even in those days that we can't feel it and can't see it, that we would just know that you are there because that's who you are, Lord, and that it would allow us to sit there and examine where our hearts are at. Yeah. And <laughs> just humbly say how desperately we need you, God. Yes. Because you desire that close relationship with us, Lord. It's not you who is holding back. I think of the song, you don't, give your heart in pieces lord you don't you are fully there and i just thank you for that lord so i pray that if anyone is listening to this right now that feels like you have abandoned or deserted them lord they would just feel your presence right now that yeah, they would just yes. feel your love and that yes. in a moment of anger hate ungratefulness they would just think of even the small little things that they didn't notice before that were from you i pray that you would just place those just at the forefront of their attention right now, Lord, that they would just be able to praise you for those small things, Lord, because there's nothing more that the enemy hates than just complete gratitude and love (laughs) for what you have done and how you will continue to provide and just that faithfulness growing. So I just pray for a continued increase of faithfulness in all of our listeners, Lord. I just cast out all doubt Mm. and fear in Jesus' name to be underneath his feet for eternity, Lord, because that's where it belongs. So I thank you. and I just praise you, Lord. Pray that you'll continue to just be with all our listeners for the following week and just the rest of their lives, Lord, and that the armor of God would be on them. Yeah,
1: pray this in your holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.